Hey guys, just want to give a shout out to our producer, Clayton Kadu. He is helping us out with the waiver wire ads this week and just want to say thanks to that guy for all the hard work. Kadu, add these players. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy. This is day two of Armando hosting. Let's see how this goes. I'm not uh, too excited about it, but uh, with me today is my uh, little buddy, John. Hey, John. Dang it. Nobody's called me little in a long time, but I guess the whole like little John, maybe Robin Hood, the oxymoron. Um, I'm actually big. I was talking about your dick. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's it's wide. We talked about my penis a lot on eat sleep fantasy uh, and it's much appreciated so what glad it, to be what here a, man well, tell me about it i don't know anything about your penis it's a traffic cone oh ooh, that's a little dangerous i know right oh, what she said. um how did uh your fantasy football week because mine went fucking terrible way too many shares of evans oh sonny michelle uh no it went really well <laughs> i've had a great week uh Man, all the way across the board, I might lose. So I'm in six competitive money leagues, and I'm going to go five for six. And I still oh, got a shot you. to go six for six, actually, tonight if some crazy nice. things happen. But probably going to lose that one. Uh, but no, a great week and an even better week, uh, Daily Fantasy. Man, if you guys are not following the DFS and Dynasty pod, you guys need to do so. Our lineups are still for sale over there. And holy cow, if you played them, you did pretty well. We had a couple miss. But, man, we had a couple hit big time. I, I got paid off in a lot of qualifiers and 1v1 lineups. So, man, it, it's a lot of fun. Again, if you don't listen to DFS and Dynasty Podcast, you are wrong because they're putting out some crazy stuff over there. Yeah, and they're are they funny? Are they? I think they're funny. They're kind of funny. They're probably not as funny as us, let's be honest. They are much more serious whenever they got money on the line. Uh, they, they get down to brass tacks, so I love it. So um, if you're not following those guys, please just ESFDD on Twitter. They are putting out some great stuff. But I will say this. you know, I, I help put some of the lineups. If you want to buy the lineups, they're only 5 bucks a week. Or you could buy the whole season for $50, which is uns- insane. You know, they go all the way through the Super Bowl. So uh, we give you the winning lineups. Pick'ems, I think they were like an insane 12-3 and three on NFL Pick'ems, which is just oh, bananas. Wow. Um, That's pretty good. Austin and Steve, they are crushing it with JJ over there. So, But, man, yeah, great week. And week one's the most volatile. And we've got a lot of newcomers on the scene, which we're going to talk about with news, updating injuries. And then we're going to get into some early waiver wire claims, even though it's only Monday when we're recording this, on who you need to be looking out for because there are some big money players out there on the waiver wire. Yeah. So let's get right into it. So Darius Juice or Geis is dealing with Geis. a meniscus in Geis. I call him, I, what's wrong with Juice? I like, how about we call him Goose? I Thank like you, Goose. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, Goose and Maverick, you got that going on. But until he does something beneficial to fantasy owners, I think it's got to stay Geis. Poor Geis. Uh, Geis is going to be out for a few weeks, so obviously Adrian Peterson is going to be active next week. Personally, 
if I own Geis, I am worried about him, and I'm going to try and handcuff myself with Adrian Peterson because he is not NFL ready. <laughs> He's not, and that's the thing. You know, a lot of people got really upset, including a lot of players on the Washington football team, whenever they announced that Adrian Peterson was going to be a healthy scratch. Uh, some fantasy owners uh, kind of overwent things and dropped him. And we told you not to do that if you listen to the Facebook live show, um, which if you're not a part of the Facebook live show and you want to be a part of that, you got to email us at eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com and we can kind of figure out a way to fix that. But uh, Dell and I went live and we even talked about it. You got to pick that guy up, man. Adrian Peterson, if he is on your waiver wire, he's going to be the starting bell cow back week two. You know, a meniscus injury can be several things. Worst case scenario is if he has to have some type of surgery. Uh, you're talking six to eight weeks. But it's going to be a one to two week injury minimum. And, man, if he doesn't have surgery, you just got to play through the pain. And as a running back with a bad knee, that's a bad start. Bad start. Yeah. He, I feel like if you own him, try and trade him for anything. I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he has it in him to be anything this year. Maybe, maybe next year. Hopefully we'll, we'll see. But, um, yeah, it's not looking good for him at all. I have zero so, shares and that will continue to stay the same. Yeah. No, I refuse to draft him after an ACL tear. I just didn't want a piece of him. Um, so Devin Funches is actually going on to IR. I guess that sucks. He was the only other guy that was kind of viable in the receiving, uh, team for the Colts. Well, I think that that's what they thought going into it, right? You know, it was going to be Funches was the number two, and that's fine. You know, T.Y. Hilton's able still to go off. It doesn't matter who the guy is there. But I'm telling you right now, there are two key players, obviously Paris Campbell, who, you know, he only played 18 snaps, but he did very, very well in those 18 snaps. Deion Kane in deep leagues, super deep, deep leagues. I could see that guy uh, stepping up because, again, he plays outside. Paris Campbell's Chester Rogers, they're more slot guys. Deion Kane is the other huge wide receiver that they like to get outside. So, yeah. um, I, I like that pickup right there. Deep yeah, leagues Deion, only, though. Yeah, Deion Kane was pretty active last week, uh, week one. So I'm excited to see what he does. Chester Rogers was the guy to own um, last year. You know, he kind of fizzled out later in the season, but he was pretty good for a few weeks in a row. So we'll see who ends up getting the role. Paris Campbell is just so fast, and they waited. They used a second-round pick on him. So we'll see what actually ends up folding out. But I like Paris Campbell personally. I mean, he's great talent over there. Yeah, he is. Um, so Joe Mixon just has an ankle sprain, and he's not even ruled out for next week. Um, I do think Giovanni Bernard is a must grab if you own Joe Mixon. Yeah, completely. And the funny thing, man, this has just not gone very well because they go out and draft two running backs, and their whole hope was these are going to be the guys that are a little bit more Joe Mixon-like, bigger-bodied, uh, multi-purpose guys that could do a whole lot. And it just didn't work out. Both of them got put on um, IR before the season even started. So that's not good. But Giovanni Bernard, holy cow, gets 47 snaps to Samaj P. Ryan's one snap. He got full bell cow uh, workload once yeah. Mixon went down, and he looked good. He played relatively well. So uh, Giovanni Bernard's the guy to own. I do not think that um, – Joe Mixon's going to play week two. A.J. Green's still out. But, man, that offense definitely looked a lot better <laughs> than everybody <Yeah. laughs> was hoping for. You know, they, they bring over the coach from um, the Los Angeles Rams, and goodness, man, that offensive system, it works. <laughs> yep. It works. 
Yeah, I don't think we're going to downgrade Joe Mixon once he's back. He's still going to be what a borderline RB one too. We'll see how it shakes out. But he's oh, I mean, in that offense, he's going to be good. I, I am buying Joe Mixon right now. Uh, I'm going to be yeah. sending out just a couple of trades, trying my hardest to get a sh- uh, more shares of him. Hopefully, people were panicking because of the injury. Uh, go get him, that dude. Holy freaking cow! Unbelievable. I'll trade him to you in Dynasty. I have uh, Joe Mixon. I'm looking for uh, some depth. Oh, what's uh, up? I got lots of depth, man. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Um, so we'll talk about that in a few. Uh, Sterling Shepard is dealing with a concussion. Um, I don't know how the Giants are going to handle that. If he's out, going to miss any weeks. They don't really have a lot of depth over there. Evan Ingram's going to get 25 targets next week. It's unbelievable um, how this is an NFL team and just how they just got rid of so much talent on the receiving side. Evan Ingram had 14 targets, <laughs> 11 catches, yeah. 116 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I've been super high on the Evan Ingram train, and it's going to keep going up because they have a quarterback that can't throw it deep, and Sterling Shepard and Cody Lattimore, those are your guys. Now Shepard might be out. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, if, if – um. Golden Tate's available on your waiver wire. Don't I mean I would recommend picking up as a free agent. I mean this is he's going to be usable. He's really good after the catch as well. Yep. So um, Juju is supposed to be fine. He did limp off the field on the last play of the game, but everything's fine. It was just his toe. So don't panic too much on that end. Um, wh- who do you think is going to be the wide receiver two over there? Because it was kind of a mixed bag. Dante Moncrief looked awful. Um, he so. did. He looked bad. And there were a couple plays if you watched it whenever. Uh, Big Ben threw it to him and he dropped it and just like was completely stared down by Big Ben like you motherfucker <laughs> like like Big Ben's over there saying you know how many people's career I've ruined I will right? ruin your career <laughs> um, no I don't think he's gonna start next week like there's no way I don't think he is either and it's down to these two guys Deontay Johnson and James Washington I think James Washington's going to be the guy but again James Washington is that deep ball down the field uh receiver he got six targets only caught two but for 51 yards that's who he's going to be whereas Deontay Johnson you know the rookie pick uh third round pick they love him he got five targets and he's going to be a little bit more of that possession guy that's going to be lining up outside I really really like Dante Johnson Deontay Johnson and James Washington I prefer James Washington in fantasy but man I'm telling you right now, it, this could be a sneaky, sneaky pick right here. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's worth a waiver ad. I do think he's worth um, a pickup after after waivers run. He's definitely Yeah, worth if owning. you miss out on one of the top kind of wide receivers and you're just like, damn it, I really needed a wide receiver, then I would say go get him. You know, you still have guys like Ryan Switzer who got a lot of snaps, but it, it's just it doesn't seem like he is going to be the guy long term. just doesn't no. seem like it. 100% agree with that. Um, moving on, Will Disley uh, injured his knee from last season, so he's probably questionable for week two. I think a lot of us were high on him just as like a sneaky pickup as a tight end, but it looks like he's re-injured his knee. We'll see how long he's going to be out, but it's just worth noting. I ended up cutting him in uh, my SFB league. I was just too nervous about it. It's so hard to have a receiving tight end that, you know, th- Russell Wilson threw the ball 20 times, and right. it was a close game that came down to the wire. Now, of those... Four targets went to tight end. Uh, Nick Vanette is going to probably be the primary beneficiary. But again, you're talking about a tight end if you're going to roster in Seattle that might get three targets a game. Um, so kind of scary. Stay yeah. away from that. There's so many other options to go to. Oh, yeah. 
especially now there's i don't feel like uh there's a a girth in talent at all with the tight with uh tight ends this, this year um did i say that right girth of talent girth? yeah you're still thinking about the traffic cone yeah Damn. <laughs> 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 um i do have a question kind of related to this um so i got a trade offer you tell me if it's dynasty i'm pretty set at wide receiver and um i'm pretty set at running back it's royce freeman for DK Metcalf. Very close, both of them. Um, I am on the buy now for Royce Freeman. So I would prefer Royce Freeman in that situation personally. Even after this game one, like he looked great, Metcalf did. Yeah, he uh DK Metcalf did look great. He got six targets, four catches, eighty nine yards. But again, um if I don't like owning wide receivers in run heavy teams. I want wide receivers and pass-heavy teams and running backs and run-heavy teams unless they dump the ball off to the running back. Well, guess what? Um, (laughs) This is the issue. Royce Freeman, I think, is going to end up with more touches this year than Phillip Lindsay and goal line on a run-heavy team. So because they're both young and because both those offenses suck anyway, I would defer to Royce Freeman personally. It's close, and if you're like a Seahawks guy or you have to have a wide receiver, I don't have a problem with DK Metcalf. But uh, personally, uh, I'd go to the more scarce position with uh, Royce Freeman, especially whenever you have on the waiver wire this week, which we'll talk about. There are so many wide receivers that are dynamite electric performances in week one that are completely free sitting on the waiver wire right now. Yeah, I don't disagree. Can't with you. say I that have, about running backs. Yeah, I did re- regret the trade, uh, reject the trade, but uh, it's still out there. He'll do it if I want to. It's just so. Do you, you would be getting Royce Freeman? I own Royce Freeman. I'd be getting DK Metcalf. I currently my running backs. Just so you know, it's a Bell and Michelle, um, and then I have Royce, Drake, Belage, Kareem Hunt, and uh, oh Darryl, yeah, keep, keep you need to keep Royce Freeman. Yeah, my receivers are. I mean, they're Cooper Evans. Um, oh yeah, oh, more yeah. and Pettis. You're good. Yeah, keep yeah. keep the running back. Um, so this is going to go a little bit into our waiver wire now. Nick Foles uh, is getting placed on IR. He might come back later in the season, so he might come back, I think, in week 10, 11, around there. Um, they trade, the Jags traded for Josh Dobbs. He'll be playing behind uh, Minshew. Um, Dude, is he Minshew worth the waiver wire? good. I know. Like, he went, he went, like, 14 for 14 for a while. Like, he looked fantastic. I his quarterback rating was a 122.5 which is 22 yeah. of 25 for 275 yards two touchdowns one interception like he looked wonderful um yeah, yeah I, I think I'm 100% fine rostering uh Gardner Minshew now if you're in a one quarterback league 12 Definitely teams <laughs> even 14 teams like it's it's whatever like you need right. to calm down a little bit but uh, I kind of like them. You know, I'm not quite sure where I'm going to rank them next week. I haven't, I'm waiting for the Vegas lines to come out and all those things. But, um, man, it's it looks good. Um, so this is more of a personal question. I need a quarterback in the league. It's two-quarterback league. I own Foles and I own Luck. My other quarterback is Trubisky. How much fab do I use? I have $100 to spend. You have Foles and Trubisky. It's a two-QB league? Yeah, and I had Luck. So right now I only have Trubisky. <sighs> This is SFB. Scott Fishbowl for the layman's term. Um, man, so Jacoby Brissett went for $100 in almost every single league uh, yeah. that was 2QB that lost one. 
man, I, I think you got to spend 65, 70 bucks and I think it'd be worth it. I don't think you'll be upset. Yeah. I'm definitely the guy that needs quarterbacks the most. So I don't know how much people are willing to, you know, I have until week six for Trubisky when he's on his bye before I panic for a quarterback. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, I probably end up, I'm thinking like 50 cause I don't want to blow my fab quarterbacks go down all the time and maybe I'll be able to grab, you know, Ryan Tannehill or something like that later on. Right. Yeah. Curious to see how that's going to work out for you, man. Keep yeah, me updated. Me <laughs> um, so moving on Tevin Coleman, we have John Chapman over here with the 49ers is expected to miss some time. They're going to promote Jeff Wilson. Um, Matt Breida was the guy who, you know, benefited the most and Raheem Morissette is on our waiver wire column. What do we do, John? Yeah, Raheem Mostert is a stud, okay? And here's the deal. Kyle Shanahan, and you can go all the way back to his time with uh, the Houston Texans. He loves using two running backs. He is not a guy that is going to predominantly just play one bell cow back. He just doesn't do that. Having said all those things, Kyle Shanahan running game is valuable in fantasy. And if you guess right, you win the week. So you definitely have to pick up Mostert. Now, Breed is going to be the guy, okay? And, you know, it's going to be – it's a low ankle sprain. The MRI hasn't come back, but that's what the word out of Santa Clara is, a low ankle sprain, which that's going to be two to four weeks. And with Mostert, again, one of the fastest players in the entire NFL. Also, Matt Breida, one of the fastest players in the NFL. This is what he likes to do with his running back position. Both are rosterable. I'm fine starting Matt Breida in all leagues, no matter the format, no matter the depth. He needs to be a starter against Cincinnati in week two. Mostert in deeper leagues is a flex play if you are hurting. So if you were a team that went, you know, didn't get a lot of running backs and you had Joe Mixon, dude, I would have no problem starting Raheem Mostert going into week two as a flex play. Do you think I have the top waiver pick in a, in a league? Is he worth the top waiver pick? I have uh, Malcolm Brown is also there, just so you know. I would prefer Malcolm Brown. I think his long-term value is going to be more. Okay. So that's interesting. Um, So let's kind of move on to the waiver wire side of this. This is going to be featured on our column by Clayton. Um, So look out for that. So the first guy that's going to end up on our column is Terry McLaren. He had five receptions. He's a rookie for 125 yards and a touchdown, seven targets. Is he worth the ad? Yes, he's. Uh, that's the thing. So whenever we're talking about these guys that are, you know, worth the ad or not, the answer is yes. Uh, every single player has value, and if we are looking at just your traditional kind of standard league, whatever, you've got to go out there and get wide receiver ones. You know, the Washington wide receiver core is about as bad as any in the NFL. I can't think of anyone that is worse. And you have a super speedster, Terry McLaurin that has proven that one five of seven catches for 125 and a touchdown is impressive but he's doing this with case keenum who's not going to be the long-term starter there guess who is going to be the long-term starter there Dwayne haskins his college teammate so you're telling me there's a possibility that his stock could increase now i don't think he's going to have 125 yards a game but they are they've shown their cards and it's Terry McLaurin. Uh, this guy, the offense sucks. I hate that. But as long as they're willing to take shots down the field, um, you've got to love this. So, yeah, I, I'm a big fan here. And we're going to be doing a ranking the waiver order later on. But he's a stud. Terry McLaurin took 59 of 64 possible snaps. 
Holy so, cow. That's what I was going to ask you next. Like that's, that's a very important stat. That's amazing. Yeah. So Trey Quinn took 62, Paul Richardson, 51. And then they sprinkled in Kelvin Harmon, another rookie, um, Steve Sims and some Chris Thompson spread out, split out wide. But Terry McLaurin is the guy to own here. He really, really is. Yeah. He had a great preseason as well. I mean, how much is this actually the game flow is what I was trying to figure out. I mean, they did lose uh, Juice pretty early. He wasn't out of the game, but he was ineffective, you know. And, you know, I don't know how many times Keenum's going to throw for 44 attempts a game. You know what I mean? Like, that's what well, I'm Well, they were up early. Most. That's the thing. So, like, if you're yeah. worried about game script, they were up, what, 17-0 to zero over the yeah. Eagles at home? And they, and they just stop. kept airing it out. And yeah. They could not run the ball. They're running – they can't run the football. It was just absolutely abysmal. You know, before guys got hurt, he, he was doing nothing. So you take the information that they give you and you say, okay, you know, they're up 17 to zero. If there was a time to run and just like, you know, take out the clock or whatever, it's going to be that time. Well, Darius guys had 10 carries for 18 yards. Chris Thompson comes in three carries for 10 yards. They had to air it out. That's just what it is. You know, it, Chris Thompson, if he's out there on the waiver wire, holy cow, seven catches for 68 yards out of the backfield. Yeah. As, and PPR, he's definitely usable. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so uh, the next guy we're going to talk about is John Ross the third. He looked, he looked like a, uh, a first round draft pick. Seven receptions, 158 yards, two touchdowns on 12 targets. It just shows <laughs> you what coaching can do. Uh, yeah, Marvin right. Lewis and that coaching staff was just god-awful. They tried moving this guy to corner. He's a freak athlete. You've just got to use him in a correct way, and wow. And the funny yeah. thing is, like, he left another big play where he was maybe seven yards behind the safety um, and could have done something special. Now, what's going to be interesting is the Bengals play in week two, the 49ers, and – you know, obviously I'm a homer here, very, very biased, hashtag 49ers Rush Podcast. Um, but <laughs> um, they shut down, you know, two prominent wide receivers in week one, and Mike yeah. Evans and um, Chris Godwin. So is that going to continue? I don't think so. Their secondary is not that great, the 49ers, but that pass rush was bananas. Uh, they yeah. beat the tar out of Jameis Winston. So I don't think that they're going to have as good of an offensive game where they put up that type of yardage. I mean, shoot, anytime Andy Dalton throws for 400-plus yards, something's not right. Yeah, um, no, I 100% agree with you. But uh, John Ross, I personally, he's going to be on a waiver wire column. I don't think I'm going to add him. Um, if he's available, I'm going to wait and see, see if he – I just he hasn't done it consistently for me to trust, you know. I mean, if I had the 12th waiver wire pick, I would get him, th you know, lower end. But the top one, I'm going to hold on, you know, someone that I think will actually be productive week in and week out. I'm not really ready to trust John Ross. I am curious to know what he will look like with A.J. Green back. Exactly. Um, I do think that, you know, Tyler Boyd's going to be the slot guy. He's going to get his. A.J. Green will get his as well. But if you can pick up John Ross, I will say this. Pick him up and trade him immediately. Um, yeah, right. That's what I would do. So there's going to be teams that want him, but I'm telling you right now, I, I do believe that his stock and his value will descend uh, greatly as it goes on. And he's going to be a Deshaun Jackson guy where he might put up a huge boom or boom game like this. But I'm telling you, there's going to be four targets, one catch for 16 yard games as well. Don't disagree with that. Um, so moving on, we got TJ Hawkinson, the rookie tight end Whew. sensation. Gronk, the the second Gronk, the second coming of Gronk. Uh, bro, he looked amazing. I don't know 
if this is something that's real or not. This is unrealistic for tight ends, especially rookies. Um, but he did it. So I'll say this. Um, I had TJ Hawkinson ranked as my number four overall player in the NFL draft, the entire NFL draft. Um, the kid's special. And one of the reasons why he's so special is obviously the receiving's there. Um, the, we saw that. But his blocking is even better. He's one of the best blocking tight ends to come out of the draft in about a decade. And the reason why that's so significant is he received 60 of 84 snaps for the offense. Um, so you can keep him out there all the time. And this yeah. is what they're going to do. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, chunk it deep. Run the ball, run the ball, chunk it deep. And he's just fit perfectly for this, you know, this offense that we saw in New England. We've seen it with Gronk. And this right. guy is, like you said, Gronk 2.0. We'll see if it's real. I'm buying into it at the moment. If he's on the waiver wire and I need a tight end, he's definitely on the top of the list for me. That's The crazy upside's numbers. there. We've seen the upside. Yeah. So you got to go get exactly. it. Exactly. All right, so the next guy we're going to talk about is Marquise Brown. Um, he went off against the Dolphins. just want to note that. He had five targets, four receptions, 147 yards, and two touchdowns. I'm not sure how real this is because it is against the Dolphins, but um, that is something to note. Like 147 yards as a rookie is pretty impressive. It's super impressive, and here's what's crazy, and a lot of people aren't picking up on this. He only played 14 snaps. Yeah. <laughs> so he's coming off of a late Liz Frank injury in the Big 12 championship. You know, he just came out of OU. The highest wide receiver drafted for this reason. You know, he's Deshaun Jackson clone, little bitty dude, super crazy speed. He comes in on 14 snaps, and he didn't practice all preseason. He was iffy for this game only. And so they put him in there and basically said, you're running a go route or you're running a comeback route. That's basically it. And he just goes ham. Um Imagine what's going to happen when this guy is getting the full workload at wide receiver. And if you're in a deep league and Miles Boykin, the opposing wide receiver, that guy is very valuable as well. Those are the future running or wide receiver targets to own in Baltimore. Now, having said all these things, they do not get to play the Miami Dolphins again. Exactly. <laughs> which are one of, it's possible, the worst team in the last decade of the NFL, and I'm not exaggerating. Three players supposedly have requested to be traded um, just after this beating. And my favorite thing about this game has no fantasy implications whatsoever. The fact that the Baltimore Ravens up 35-3 to did a fake punt in the middle of the field is hilarious. It's so, <laughs> so fucked up. Well, so are the Dolphins. You yeah. deserve, you want to tank? and try to load up for the future, you deserve to have your face shoved in shit because yeah. uh, that's what you're doing to your fans. So I do want to say I'm glad to see Howard came out and said he does not want to be treated. He's in the long, he's in it for the long run with the Dolphins. So he has our one stud left on that team. He's um, top three corner in the NFL. You could argue maybe the best cornerback in the NFL. He is unbelievable. Yep. So that's I'm glad to see that. You know, he's we're building, a, you know, just – Let's just focus on the positives here, okay, man? I'm a Dolphins fan. This is sad. There's is really not a lot of sad. positives. Preston yeah. Williams uh, looked pretty good, actually, at the wide yeah. receiver position. He, he looked all right. So I, I think you're going to have a guy there long term. I really, really yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate our receiving We don't want to talk about this much. I don't hate our receiving core. We're missing a wide receiver one and a quarterback and an offensive line. But our actual receivers are okay, you know? I don't want to own one person on this team in any fantasy yeah. format. 
yeah, I don't disagree with you. I kind of fucked up. I invested way too much on them. Um, so we're going to go on and talk about the other Brown, uh, Malcolm Brown, for the uh, St. Louis Rams. He had 11, uh, 11 carries. St. Louis Rams. I like the St. Louis Rams. Oh, fuck. I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm late, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he's uh, a stud, man. Um, you know, Malcolm Brown, here's the deal. Yeah. You talk about early off-season headlines. Todd Gurley owned them, you know, from the Super Bowl loss to not getting playing time through the playoffs to the arthritis in the knee, all this different stuff, and everybody dropped him down. Well, guess what? If you dropped him, it looks like you did right. Now, he's still going in the second round, 100 total yards. Uh, were the touches there? Hell no. The snaps were there, though. So he out-snapped. He got 53 snaps. Uh, compared to Malcolm Brown's 21 snaps. But the problem with that is uh, the touches. Whenever he was in the game, they gave the ball to Malcolm Brown. And when Gurley was in the game, they did not. So this is one of those things that's interesting moving forward. And I'll say this. you know, Todd Gurley had 14 carries to Malcolm Brown's 11. I personally, I would prefer to have Gurley, obviously, but Malcolm Brown, if you need a running back, is the number one waiver wire pickup if you need a running back this week. Two touchdowns, 53 yards. They put him in the goal line both times after a Gurley drive and just let him pound it in. They are trying to keep Gurley healthy for the postseason, so you need to take advantage of that. A lot of people thought it was going to be Darrell Henderson, who only got one carry for zero yards, two snaps on the game. That's it. Yeah. Overdrafted big time. Malcolm yeah. Brown is going to be the guy there. Okay, in all honesty, okay, I need advice here. Should I waste my number one? I need a running back pretty bad. I have uh, James Conner, who's fine. My RB2 is Rashad Penny and Darwin Thompson. You know, I it's a dynasty league, so I ended up waiting, you know, trade my draft picks and end up with, like, a bunch of, you know, high upside guys. Is Malcolm Brown worth the pickup? Yeah. He, if you have the number one, number one running back. Yeah. And you, you need a running back. If you have to have a running back, I think him – uh, Ronald Jones, probably not available in dynasty leagues. I would say him. Justin Jackson, definitely not. Yeah. Giovanni Bernard. Or should Bernard? I just hold on? Like, is it worth waiting? Like, just say, okay, I'm going to no. hold on to that spot and wait for someone to go on IR. No, no, know, no, like, no, 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 no. No, you get, need to. Get Brown. We, yeah, get Brown. Get Brown okay. if you have to have a running back, yes. Okay. It's a, it's my RB2, so I'm like, I have Rashad Penny and then Hopkins and Cooper, so I'm like, not too desperate. I mean, um, this is but, a guy that put up 17.3 fantasy points in week one against a staunch run defense of the Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Now, weird. is he going to have more two touchdown games? I don't think so, but anytime you can get 17 points, um, he outscored Damian Williams, Ezekiel Elliott. Like, he outscored some studs. Uh, yeah, so, he looked yeah. good. Yeah, he I, might, I, might, I might waste a waiver wire on him. I'm still, you know playing the field um but we'll see so the next guy we're gonna talk about is jamison crowder 17 fucking (laughs) targets 14 receptions 100 yards so no touchdowns but still like 17 targets is ridiculous it doesn't adam gase is the worst coach of the nfl isn't he yeah he's dead last and i wrote an article about it on eat sleep fantasy if you want to read my head coach rankings he was dead last he forces four turnovers in the first half and still loses the game. Oh, man. It was Absolutely bad. terrible. You have Sam Darnold throwing the ball 41 times, and you have Le'Veon Bell. You're up 16 to nothing. Run the freaking ball. Right. Um, 
just he's awful, man. And Sam Darnold did not look great. He really, really didn't. He had so many missed passes deep to Robbie Anderson. But Jamison Crowder, there's two people to own on this team. Jamison Crowder and Le'Veon Bell, they're going to get theirs. Um, now, the tight end, once he comes off of suspension, which he's out till week four, um, I, I really like him, but you got to wait a little while. Yeah, don't disagree with you on that one. Um, so after all this, who can you give me your top three tie, um, waiver wire ads? I mean, there, we have a lot of guys on this list, so tell me who you think is really worth the ad. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, if you're in a super flex, I think Minshew is going to be number one. Um, that that dude's just an all-out beast. Um, also, you know, TJ Hawkinson, he's got to be up there if you need a tight end. He's owning 54% of leagues. And then the wide receiver position is just stacked. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. So, you know, here's what you have to look. Supply and demand. Um, you know, all of the articles are going to be talking about all the wide receivers to add, and that's fine. Uh, but you've got to understand, if you want a running back, tight end, or quarterback, there's one. Um, right. Chris, I, I would put Chris Thompson in the running back category as well, and Adrian Peterson, as we mentioned earlier. But if you're talking wide receiver, Marquise Brown has to be the number one. Okay, John Ross, slow down just a little bit. I'm not putting him in that category. I would say Terry McLaurin was going to be around number two. And then now you're into the Jacksonville guys. Who do you want? In that? Oh, yeah. I mean, they all went off. Chris Conley, you know, you've got uh, DJ Chark, who is just a deep ball specialist, uh, all that stuff, but uh, Marquise Brown has to be the clear number one, in my opinion, and I don't think it's very close. All right. I mean, I don't know about – I mean, DJ Chark and Conley outperformed him this week, so, you know, personally I'd go after Conley and uh, DJ Chark. Conley really went up when um, Minshew came in the game, so he's the guy that I would personally own, and DJ Chark just looked great. You can't – I mean, he was a second-round draft pick last year, so as he's a deep ball specialist, and if you're yeah. in like a full PPR – Guys like uh, Trey Quinn, I really, really like. Um, Preston Williams is going to have some value as well. You know, there, there's guys that you can get all up and down this roster. Cody Lattimore for this week, if Sterling Shepard's going to be out, you know, that's somebody yeah. that you could pick up that's going to get, you know, he had more targets than Shepard did last week. Keyshawn Johnson, uh, man, it was weird. That was one of the weirdest games of the whole week, the Arizona right? Cardinals. Early on, the first read for Kyler Murray so many times was Keyshawn Johnson. Now, he didn't have it. He had 10 targets in the game, five catches, 46 yards. But if you can get a piece of that offense, then, yeah, that's got to be yeah. good. And, and I that's don't know. If the, yeah, they're not going to be throwing the ball that much going forward. They can't be. They can't win games at that level. Have I you mean, ever watched Texas Tech play football? Yeah, yeah, that's I've what they not. do, man. And so now yeah. Kingsbury, I don't know, man. That I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, for me, the list from the list that we have here, I'm kind of putting McLaren above everyone else. I think that he's the actual sustainable asset between all these guys. I don't see Marquise um, Marquise Leaf of the Ravens actually doing this week Mar in and week Marquise out. Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown. God damn it. These names, I keep mixing them up. <laughs> Says Armando Crespo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Marquise Brown, I don't believe that his value is actually sustainable going forward. Um, it was against the Dolphins, who are awful. Um, I think they're going to be a run first team, and I, I would be shocked if he um, has a stat like like this again whatsoever. Do you and know Ross, whose value like, is sustainable going forward? Whose? 
Nitrogen Sports. Ooh. This is a wonderful betting site. It's a bit the largest Bitcoin betting site on the internet, and it is absolutely crazy. Here's what is going on right now. If you head over to eatsleepfantasy.com, click on the Nitrogen Sports banner. They will take you over there, and they have everything from free betting to get started to make sure you feel comfortable to survivor pools to betting on esports i mean you can literally bet on gaming sites to cricket to whatever it is that you want and one of my favorite things that they have is betting on individual player props um, how many carries a player will get in a game how many yards fantasy points all that kind of stuff you can find so much crazy stuff all the way down to just betting simple spreads on nfl games so what you need to do is head over to eat sleep fantasy.com it is a website click on the nitrogen sports banner and go ahead and get signed up over there absolutely amazing site customer service it's so easy to get money in and to get money out you go over there you play you have fun you make some money and then you take your money out you win it's easy and again if you need more uh betting advice listen to our dfs and dynasty episode man they are offering i cannot believe how they crush the pickums uh this week so great advice over there so thanks to nitrogen sports again that was beautiful john thanks man um, so I just have a personal question. Do you really feel good about Ronald Jones going forward? So they were 100% just, you know, Ronald Jones, uh, I'm sorry, um, Peyton Barber early on. He did nothing. As soon as in the second half, whenever they put Ronald Jones in, he looked unbelievable. The 49ers were having a hard time stopping him. Uh, force a lot of missed tackles he just looks completely different and so if you just watch the game trend with how the game ended there was no doubt in the mind uh, when the game was on the line and they were down six points in the fourth quarter it was Ronald Jones's show and he looked great Jameis Winston lost the game for them but uh no Ronald Jones is going to be the guy moving forward nice all right I'm glad to hear that John I'm that's how I feel about Ronald Jones too he did fucking great in SFB for me so I'm happy about that shit. The weird thing was he didn't even make an appearance really in the first half at all. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw that. I was a little crazy. <laughs> but then, hey, man, he came out and killed it. Same thing for Devin Singletary. You know, he wasn't getting much work for the Bills early on at all. And then they finally gave him the ball. And they're like, oh, wait a second. This guy is really freaking good at football. Yeah. I think that uh, I was pretty nervous watching Devin Singletary not do anything in the first half. It was just Frank Gore, and they were down 0 17. like, what the fuck are they doing? This is just, yeah. yeah. So it worked out well. Yeah. And I'll say this moving forward, you know, guys, we update our weekly ranks. We have our season ranks over on the website and it's completely free. All you got to do is just go to eatsleepfantasy.com, click on the weekly rankings. You do have to just sign up, which takes less than 20 seconds. But once you do that, you get our weekly rankings, which are updated all week. We have seven people that are expert rankers for fantasy pros and we do very very well over there like it's free rankings i know a lot of sites sells theirs or whatever else uh, and they're fully adjustable where you can check standard uh, half point ppr or full ppr uh, we do that just for free for you guys so if you have those questions you can do that or you could reach out to us individually um, at eat sleep ff or myself at jl underscore chapman what about you armando What's up? Where can they reach you on Twitter? Oh, at eat, at Thunder Crespo. And that's it. Find me that on all formats. You can even email me on Ooh. that uh, Thunder Crespo at something. I won't say the rest because then I'll get a bunch of dick pics. Um, before we wrap up, I just I do want to say codes. we forgot we forgot to talk about Tyreek Hill. Um, there was a chance he was going to be out six to eight weeks. It looks just like a few weeks now. 
Um, so we're looking at two to three weeks. Is there anyone worth grabbing on the Kansas City with Tyreek Tyreek Hill being out? Is it just going to be um, Sammy Watkins and Kelsey the rest of the way? Man, that's the thing is what it looked like. They did not spread the ball around outside of those two guys and the running backs. It was pretty much that. Now, Nicole Hardman was out there a lot, but they didn't game plan him in. I, I do expect him to be game planned in. Um, I wouldn't mind starting him in like a super deep league, but if it's just a regular redraft 12-teamer, there's not going to be room. But I, at the same time, they're going to take advantage of his speed. The snaps were there for him, but it just did they didn't create opportunities for him. I do expect them to use that talent in the next two weeks if he's out for sure. Yeah, don't disagree with you on that one. Um, if you own him, hold on to him, and especially in Dynasty, he's gonna be just fine. Just he to, looks so good in the preseason, man. I yeah. really wish they'd use him because he's unbelievable. Yeah, hopefully the game plan because I mean Sammy Watkins was just ridiculous. Like that's not sustainable. Those numbers, he had some of the best numbers ever, ever for a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for anybody. Yeah, so we'll see if that's. I don't think he's gonna replicate that. You know, cool. I would personally, I would trade Sammy Watkins now and get yourself Mike Evans. You know, yep. sell high for sure. Like, this is not real at all. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I think that covers everything we're going to talk about, John. Is there anything I missed? Man, no, this was a good episode. And uh, reach out if you guys need anything else. We're going to be bringing something to you guys every single day. And also just want to give another shout-out to Nitrogen Sports. Head over to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Click on that banner. Now, here's the deal. Let's say you're one of those people. And you're just like, you know what, I like the betting stuff, it's fun, it's all that stuff, but it's just, man, setting up the account and all that. One, it's super easy. We've taken care of almost everything for you. If you use our link, it puts a promo code in there, gets you a better deal than everybody else. Then on top of that, start betting for free. They have free entries that pay cash out. And if you just try those first, and if you're good at it, you're going to start winning money without betting. And then, obviously, you can increase your odds the more that you bet or just whatever you feel comfortable with. And you can start and you get to choose as much as you'd like to bet. You don't have to put big figures down. Now, if you are a big figure guy, they have some bets that are a full Bitcoin, which is around $9,000 uh, that you can put down. So they've got you covered, whether you're just kind of dipping your toes into the sports betting scene or if you're just a hardcore baller like Armando over there and you want to yeah. throw down nine Gs on a game, you have that option option so they've got you covered no matter what you want again eatsleepfantasy.com click nitrogen sports and start having some fun uh, we even have our eat sleep fantasy survivor pool set up over there if you go through our website you'll see that so we there's lots of options that you can jump on there again that esf survivor pool is free so head over there um, before we sign off i just want to ask our followers to go onto twitter and go to at fantasy and just tell them that Armando loves him. Okay, just do me that solid, everyone. And uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy. Football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh -huh. Eat Sleep Fantasy.